0: Hi, I'm Alan Foster, and this is the Printism Glasgow Business Chat Podcast. We'll be speaking with local business people and finding out more about their companies and more importantly, about them. Hi, and welcome to the first ever edition of the Printism Glasgow Business Chat, and I'd like to welcome Jennifer from Black and White Marketing.
1: Hello there. (laughs) Hi.
0: Um, Thanks for joining us today. Um, I know that I had actually heard you talking on another podcast, uh, Major Business.
1: Yeah, with Abby.
0: Yeah, and I thought, right. Although we've known each for a while through yep. work and what have you, that it would be good to get you on here for a wee chat as well.
1: Yeah, it's good. I'm getting podcast famous. <laughs> yes, right,
0: absolutely. So, um, tell us a wee bit about black and white marketing.
1: Um, okay, so black and white marketing is a marketing company. Um, so, basically, I mostly look after content, so anything copywriting related or strategy related in terms of what you put out there, words, that kind of thing. <laughs> yep.
0: So, what kind of um, clients do you work with?
1: So, it's very varied. Um, I've worked with people in the financial industry, um, like financial advisor, mortgage advice, that type of thing. But then I've also worked with quite creative companies as well, like photographers, um, design companies, a lot of tourism as well. Um, I've worked with like a lot of hotels, tour operators, that type of thing. So, it's quite, it's quite varied, yeah. but...
0: Yeah. So how long have you been going as Black and White marketing?
1: And white. Um, that <laughs> is two years in November. My goodness. So, really? Yeah. Which is mental. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of those things that happens, you're like, oh, how did that happen? That's a bit scary. Two years. Wow.
0: That was me three years this week.
1: Oh, is that right? Yeah. So, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it happens before you know.
0: Yeah. And what was your sort of work history before that?
1: So before that, I worked in two different agencies in Glasgow, basically doing what I do now. But now I do it for myself, which yeah. is a good fun.
0: Yeah, and you find that much more rewarding.
1: Yeah, it's really good because you get to have more creative freedom with clients that you you do projects for, and. Um, and also you're not having to run things by other people. You're just kind of thinking, this is what I would really like to do with this. And you get to do it and you have more direct contact with clients as well, which is really good. Because again, like it's that kind of like a Tony's Whisper's idea because the more people that it goes through, the harder it is to get an end product which the client actually wanted. Yeah. Um, so it's really good to just have a face-to-face meeting and you know exactly what it is they were after.
0: So did the agencies have a, a style that you had to work to or were you we allowed to, to be um, creative with? Yeah.
1: A bit of both. Um, I was allowed to be pretty creative in both of them, um, but but it was still kind of in the confines of what they were allowed. So for one of them, it was it was very package heavy. So it was the client had a certain marketing package which they paid for per, per month. So they they only got so much stuff. So that you couldn't add into that very yeah. well. Um, so if they had like one blog article a month, that was all they got. So you could be like, oh, we could also do this, or how about we do it? like a slightly different blog style, yep. um, like an interview style one or, or something that's a bit creative or different. It was, it was quite confined. Yeah. Um, so that's where you get to do more of that sort of stuff because you can talk to Glenn, and go, oh, what about this idea? And you can come up with something yeah. quite out there.
0: So do you tend to work as a kind of one-off jobs or do you work on contracts or retainers? A bit of
1: both. Um, When it's a website that I'm rewriting, it's normally one-off. And then it quite often becomes a recurring client because they would want repeat blog articles, like however many a month or whatever. Um, And then sometimes it's a kind of retainer basis of, like, you're know you kind of kept on with the view of, we just have content in general, which is needing written. So we'll kind of dip in and out a little bit. Um, So yeah, it's quite varied, but that keeps it interesting. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs)
0: And would you say you have a kind of defined writing style of your own, or does it vary? You know, are you always trying to get certain elements in, or does it vary from job to job?
1: Again, I'll say a bit of both. Um, So, my sort of specialism is conversational coffee and trying to simplify what's being said so the idea is to make it really user-friendly and reader-friendly so it's not like seo focused it's more um like just the way that you talk right now and it's trying to make it you know, more approachable and um, but then different clients will have different recommendations within that so for example the financial ones there's still certain things that have to be said and yeah, um, so something that i didn't realize was you know like a mortgage every time you mention the word mortgage on a mortgage advisor's website you have to say um what's that phrase about your house will be repossessed if you don't keep up with mortgage payments disclaimer yeah that disclaimer and it has to be that exact phrasing which you use every single time right. which is why when you hear it in an adverts you can almost recite it off yourself because yeah. it's always there and um, there's that kind of an idea of there's some
0: d- restrictions. Yeah, there's
1: some restrictions and there's some things which you have to write in or a certain tone which you have to make sure is there. But you're still trying to make it more conversational. Yeah. yeah.
0: And um, if we go back to black and white, um, obviously your your brand is really...
1: Yeah.
0: we the same colours and our brand right yeah. now, black and white, But <laughs> yours is the logo and everything. Tell us a wee bit about the thought behind that.
1: Okay, so basically I, I was driving home and I thought... I was trying to think of a name for the business and that was where I came up with black and white so I was thinking about penguins <laughs> if you look at my logo I've got a penguin in the logo yep. um, so I'd always wanted a logo which had a penguin in it and it's black and white so that kind of worked which is kind of an accident but it happened but then also because I do copywriting you got the idea of black text on white writing and then you know, they say you can put things down in black and white, they're more likely to do it. So it's kind of, it kind of ticked off three different boxes. So Penguin, Copywriting, and (laughs) (laughs) strategy, which (laughs) kind of essentially is my business. Um, But also the first company that I worked in was a design agency. So they were very into branding. So that's become part of my business as well. Yeah, it's ingrained in me to be heavy on the branding. So right now I am wearing literally black and white again, as I always do. Um, So yeah, it's just like for me, it's a, <laughs> it's a really easy brand to be on brand with because it's a colour, two colours tones. I suppose you can say it's tone. And Aye. there's
0: a penguin in there. I like the logo of the penguin. Um, who did that for you?
1: Um, so it was a girl called Karen. So I used to work with her in my first job um, and I was trying to create this myself because I had this idea of the thing being hidden in the logo but I could not for the life of me get it to work because I'm not a designer so I went to Karen and said can you do this for me because I can't do it and literally like, she came back and was like it's just perfect, that's like exactly what I was after.
0: It's yeah. good when somebody actually reads <laughs> their <it laughs> mind like that. And exactly, and I was like, how
1: do you
0: do this? Yeah. That's a benefit of using was. a good designer, it's, <laughs> it's something a- <laughs> we are speaking about already isn't it? Yeah. Um, getting your design right is, is massive. Yeah,
1: it's massive.
0: And getting, it is massive. it's a really strong brand you've got, so. Yeah, because yeah. it's also like, it's now <laughs> like become a really strong uh, branding part,
1: especially with the Penguin, because I can use just the the And with penguin yeah. in itself, as well as without the black and white wording on the side, as well. So,
0: and people start to people recognize that. that.
1: People are starting to recognize that. Yeah. Um, because I've had a few events where I've gone to, and I'll say, oh, I'm Jennifer, and I'm like, Oh, nice to meet you from Black and White Marketing. Alright, like, okay, is that the one with the penguins? I'm like, Yeah, that's me, and then you know, it's becoming internet famous, resolved, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: And then, um, terms of we were talking earlier about social media, just really start to sort of, yeah, um push out, out on social media yeah. and how is that working for you and what, what platforms are working best for you?
1: Yeah it's going well so I I started off on only Instagram and I then had to create a Facebook page because you need a Facebook page That's to have Instagram. a business Instagram yeah. page but I really hate Facebook with a I actually have a post at the top of my Facebook page which says, I don't use Facebook, go to my Instagram. Because <laughs> I don't want to use it, basically. Because I think it's something I recommend to people as well, is there's no point doing something if, A, you hate it, B, you're never going to get around to doing it, or C, it's just not working for you. Yeah. So it's actually worse to have something which looks worse than actually just just ignore it, basically. So that's why I'm like, right, just go to my Instagram page, because that's where all my activity yeah, right. is. Yeah. Um, of course, it doesn't mean I wouldn't in due course potentially look into Facebook, but just right now, I want to focus on one and grow it and get results from that and then expand into the next one. But my next one is LinkedIn, not Facebook. Yeah, again. So I'm
0: starting to find LinkedIn. To be
1: yeah, at, really useful. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I can see some traction there, definitely. Yeah. And it's just from posting... Once a day, just okay. regular post, and comment and stuff, and like and stuff. Yeah, just getting involved.
1: Yeah. It's Good exposure, I think you get a lot. of yeah. people
0: seeing things. Um, I think for for what I'm doing, LinkedIn is, is although Instagram for the, you know the online part of things yeah, is yeah. going to be bigger. Think. Yeah. And um, but you were saying you a wee bit of success from Instagram as yeah. well.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've had. Um, so I was saying earlier that I decided to start trying to grow my Instagram following so I did that and then I got a bit frustrated with it because I didn't really get anything from it and I thought what's the point getting a thing and I thought I'll just I'll keep plugging away at it but I won't put in as much effort in it this time but then just all of a sudden I think because I'd done all that pre-work just out of nowhere I started getting loads of different inquiries so I had I got four clients from it over the space of about a month and a half and then a few more inquiries as well which didn't come into clients but at least I got inquiries from it too so Um, so now I'm starting to post again (laughs) and trying to drive up um, engagement again on it so it is actually working so that's what they always say with marketing is it's it's the long game it's not something doesn't happen overnight so that was like over the course of four months before things started to happen but now it is happening it's happening more uh, consistently
0: Any advice for people posting on Instagram what they should think about when they're posting?
1: Yeah I think yeah, yeah yeah so that's quite a hard one so that's like a whole topic in itself. Um, but I think the key thing is to be interesting. Um, so I don't know, there's no point in just posting something for the sake of it. If there's not a reason for you posting it, then don't bother. Um, so if you're gonna post like here's a picture of of Tea, like that's not really relevant unless you're a tea company. Um, but you know, if you're posting a picture of your tea you could put more story behind it and say well here I am drinking my cup of tea and I've just had a meeting with so and so and that's converted into this and here's what I've done and we had a whole big massive chat about website design and you know like make it into a story so that it actually is interesting and not just I'm drinking tea today kind of thing and make it a bit more I don't know relevant I suppose Uh, to what your business is about Uh and that's probably my biggest tip for that would be What about the uh, the benefit um, of hashtags? Oh so So useful yeah. yeah, so that's again like you know, they always say to use 30 hashtags on Instagram. 30?
0: 30. Right, I thought it was 11. Yeah, they say so, um, 30. Um, because
1: are... you can use 30 is the maximum. They say actually, if you use all of them, it'll help you get found more. Um, so I've started doing that, and it really does make a difference because you get so much bigger reach with these random hashtags. But again, you don't want to use ones which have got like 3 million like posts a day kind of thing because yes. that's just you're just going to get lost. So you want ones. Kind of a variety, so I would maybe sometimes post like one, which is like that, and then the rest would be between like a hundred thousand to like two hundred thousand posts, and then like you know some would be smaller. So it's kind of like trying to do the kind of doing a wee bit of each, year, yeah, huh? and trying to kind of vary it. So I use thirty, and that's been where I've got a lot of my followers from when I was trying to grow it was through that. Right. Um, so you know, on my average post, you'd probably have. Ten percent are probably people who don't follow me at all, but they've been found through hashtags. Yeah. Um, I had two posts actually where I found eighty-five percent of people came from hashtags. Um, oh, and okay. so so yeah, it does it really expand your reach massively.
0: And uh, do you need to try and keep them as relevant to your business as rather than just if you're putting on a post about uh, a brand meeting, you don't just throw in fitness.
1: <laughs> yeah. <What that> so <laughs> yeah. is it all the fitness followers. Yeah. So what I try to do when I'm doing the hashtags is I think about a. What's the post about? So you know, if you've got a picture of a cup of tea, for example, you don't want to put hashtag holiday or you know something totally unrelated, which then doesn't make sense. Because if someone comes across that hashtag, that picture through the hashtag, they'll be like, "That's got nothing to do with this." So then you're irrelevant. So yeah, that's one thing. So what's in the picture? Second thing is what's your business? So. If I'm a copywriter, I'll always try to use hashtag copywriting, copywriter, that type of thing. And then the third thing is, what would your ideal client be looking for? Yes. So, again, they might be looking for copywriting tips, or they might be looking for copywriter for hire, that kind of idea. So you're trying to kind of cover three aspects.
0: you'll put in copywriter for hire as well? Yeah, yeah,
1: as, yeah. because yeah. specific makes Yeah, because someone might search for that hashtag on Instagram, on Instagram and then come across you. Because I think the last client that I got through Instagram, they found me by copywriting Glasgow, I think it was. Right. Um, so again, that's quite specific, but that was how they found me because they searched that and that was how I came across. So yes, that's three things. So what's in your picture, who you are and who your client is? Right. Three things to bear in mind here. hashtags. That's
0: tip of the day. Tip <laughs> of the day.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Now we were talking about how we can remember the networking event we we met at, but
1: yeah.
0: um, I think we both understand the importance for because we both run businesses on our own. The yeah. benefits of networking. Yeah. So any tips for people, you know, are about networking or
1: yeah
0: any even events in Glasgow that you've been to that you want to you know yeah. let people know about.
1: Yeah, I think there's, there's so many different ones around Glasgow, which is really good. Um, and what I found is you do start to meet the same people at different ones because people who go to networking go to most of them, which is quite nice because then you build the relationships and that's what they always say, networking is about building relationships, not just trying to sell to people. Yeah. Um, so I think the top tips for that as well would be just to be yourself, which just sounds really cliche. <laughs> I get I think... Um...
0: I went to one and there was a video. After it, and they were asking um, me, and I, I think that's because people can smell bullshit on the other. Yeah, their yeah, mind. yeah.
1: Um,
0: but yeah, it's. I think um, recently I had I hadn't been out of the networking much, but now I'm back out. It's mm-hmm. just um, when you're on your own, it gives you a chance to share yeah. pain
1: and be around other people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're a human being
0: too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, the you know that everybody else in the room understands what you've gone through in terms yes, of
1: yeah.
0: whether it's too much work, not enough work, you know, yeah. and it's good to just get it off your chest sometimes. Yeah, because
1: there are people who really understand it because they're going through it
0: too, and that is yeah. useful. And there's the, the support network as well that, you know, yeah. as well as recommending people, if you've got a yeah. problem, you can pick up the phone to somebody and say, like, well, yeah. how would you handle this? Or, yeah, exactly.
1: There's also recommendations because, you know, sometimes I've got clients not because I've met them at a networking event, but because I've met a mutual contact. So someone has met me at a networking event, and then they were talking to someone else who's like, "Oh, I need website content." And I'm like, "Oh, I know someone that I met at a networking event." So it's like, like it's like a secondary referral almost. So it's yeah. like one step removed, but it's just about expanding your network as much as possible. The more people you know, the easier it is to get more work. Really. Yeah, I
0: think I've heard that said. that um, It's not who's in the room; it's who. The people in the room might know,
1: but yes, yeah. the most
0: important, yeah. contact, uh,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, so if so, we're in the middle August, mm-hmm. so if we sat down again this time next August, yeah, 2020, scared away, <laughs> um, and you had the best year ever at yeah. Black and White,
1: yeah,
0: um, how would the business be looking? Would you have like thirty staff, and a <laughs> big office to the city center, or?
1: Yeah, no. I think how I would like it to be. So if it could be this time next year, I would like to have two or three copywriters. Um, but how I see that starting isn't necessarily hiring, but like maybe using either freelancers or students. Um, from universities because I, I really like the idea of trying to give someone the opportunity to get their first experience as a job, yeah. and then if they're good to keep them on um, like on a payroll. Um, I think that works quite well for both sides because you know if it's my first hire in inverted commas then it's not as scary because it's only like maybe a three month internship type thing. So yeah. if it doesn't work out at all or whatever then that's fine. Um, if it does and keep them on and then also from their point of view they're getting first a bit of experience then I can get a reference um, so yeah so next time this time next year I'd like to have a couple of copywriters and I would like to have an office in Glasgow I think just to put in more people again because I work from home so you're yeah. always just like with the dog yeah
0: because there is the kind of um, co-working spaces as well yeah. I don't know about that I thought it would be yeah. worth
1: I've looked into those as well so I had one for a little bit in Govan. Um it was like a
0: Honest oh,
1: the jail. Thing. Yeah, in the jail. In the
0: jail. <laughs> oh, sorry, I should explain <laughs> that it's, it's a, a converted police station, I think, isn't it? It was an
1: old jail, it was the converted jail. Govan jail, isn't well, yeah, it? it? Was, and, um, it's now offices. It's now offices. they converted the cells into office spaces, so yeah, they expanded them a little so they weren't quite so small. Yeah. Um, but that was really good actually, but um yeah, it, it was quite quiet and it was six months for free to start with because it was a new business. Um, and then after that, I was just like, well, I don't have enough money right at this minute to, to keep that. So that was yeah. where i stop. stopped and thought, i could just work from home because it's yeah. less travel time. Yeah. It doesn't cost me anything, all that sort of stuff. But yeah, in two course. You
0: can go start crazy at home as well, can't you? Yeah. It's, it's hard going sometimes. Yeah,
1: because you're just you're too confined to, I don't know, the same room and there's nobody around and yeah. you've got things to do in the house, like yeah. washing and stuff distractions.
0: Yeah exactly. <laughs> so um your dream client mm-hmm. so if it could be anybody in the world
1: it's a person, so e- okay. either
0: right. um, a company that you look at and think that's the way I want my stuff to be or mm-hmm. else I could really change their stuff to be much so yeah. much better.
1: Well, Who might that be? Well that is a very interesting one so, I mean, one that I would love to work with, but I wouldn't to change your style, would be like Aussie shampoo or the Innocent Smoothies, because I just love their cooperating. It's so quirky and right. friendly, but I wouldn't change that because it's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> but ones that I'd want to work with. Dream um, client, gym client. I'm going to say someone travel related, because I really like the tourism industry. I am um, trying to think, who would be a good one? I don't know maybe something Scottish Scottish tourism yeah because um, I like the idea of that because you get so I feel like there's a lot of stuff you can do with the Scottish tourism part which isn't always being done um, if that makes sense so like I don't know, I think we've got so much to offer but we haven't really caught on yet to how much we have to offer because yeah. yeah we have a lot of rain <laughs> and stuff but there's so much about the friendliness very so.
0: good that top ourselves down
1: yeah yeah exactly and I feel like there's so much opportunity there which we aren't really so
0: like, visit, visit Scotland or something Scotland like
1: or something like that yeah again I think they personally do quite a good job but you know they'd right. be a great client to work with someone like that and yeah. to, to and change you, the tone yeah. of Scottish tourism and I don't know right. did something quite cool and because yeah. I'm Scottish as well it'd be fun to do something like
0: Perfect. that it's local cool. so um, just finally if you can tell us uh, where people can find you so your yeah. Facebook although you hate Not it favorite, your, yeah. your uh, website and uh, your Instagram yeah. Yep. Handles. Is that so, handles? handles yeah yeah uh,
1: so I'm on Instagram which is At uh, black and white dot marketing, I think, hopefully. Um, But you'll see the penguin on my logo, so you'll know that you're in the right place. And LinkedIn, Jennifer Lynn. Again, you'll see my face. On that <laughs> you don't know what my face looks like right <laughs> now. Um and my website is blackandwhite.marketing dot marketing and there's no dot code with the case, it's just dot marketing. Um, but I'm getting a new website. So
0: when's that expected?
1: Oh goodness. Um well I've just got the design finished and finalised, so it's gonna be getting built soon. soon. And then obviously we will be testing and blah blah blah. So I'm gonna say before the end of the year this time next year we'll yeah. go <laughs> you're not to change it because you're
0: all these employees
1: it it. By, for my August 2020, by then hopefully oh. before
0: <laughs> so thank you very much for your time Jennifer thank you for having um, me I should say I should apologise uh, for the background noise we <laughs> came out. Place where we thought it was quiet, and there's about 800 people going about us, all
1: <laughs> walking up in the phones and shouting <laughs> bother, So,
0: no. apologies for that. Um, but uh, thanks again, Jennifer, no, thank and you. uh, we'll be back soon.
1: Okay, bye.
0: Printism Glasgow Business Chat Podcast was brought to you by Printism.online for all of your printing needs.